Okay, so continuing Perak Lamatas, discussing the four parshios in the Tefillim. Ve'lushte parshios, Shema Yisrael, Shemora Shehu Yisborach, Echad, V'hu Ma'achad Kol, Han Kol Nemtsoyim, V'ma Shehu Yisborach Echad, V'kemo Shehu Mesader, Es Metsiusam, U'me'achtam, Kach, Mesader han hagosim, and th- that's already speaking to the second part to the vayayim shemoa parsha. Right, so just like Hashem created them all in one system, that's the Shema. So too, He's manhig them all, that's the vayayim shemoa. So those two concepts are obviously one flows straight from the other, right? And therefore, bishvil kach. Okay, so what does that mean? It means that when you write them in the film Shel Yad, so the discussion, Parsha Vayayim Shamoa is a Parsha Stuma in the in the Chumsh. So the question is what happens when it when when you put it into the Tfilm Shel Yad where they're all being written um on one parchment. But there's they're, they're being written in separate um, <coughs> um, columns or whatever. So um, it has to be a stuma. Uh, then that, that is um, actually a source of very big machlaikas, exactly how to make being that it's being written as a New Parsha, how do you indicate this a stuma, which is the point of machlaikas between the Taz tefillin and the some of the other tefillin, and that, 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 that's uh, why uh, maybe we, that, for example, for a person who is a minhag Ashkenaz to wear um, Chabad tefillin. Would be would be uh, unacceptable because of because of this reason. Um, so he, so he's saying there is a. It's not just a coincidence. Oh, it happens to work out that Vayim Shemoa is a stuma. So therefore, in art film, it's it's going to be a stuma, which um, you know means that you have a few spaces in between, but not a whole. Uh, uh, you know, make a big indent or whatever. Um, so no, it's not a coincidence. It actually speaks to the pnimius advarim of uh, how these partials relate one to the other. The zemuchach umivur pirush Rashi zal b'seder apartios b'sulomidi. You have pure trash, or maybe you, you have, does, there's no gears to change over there? I feel like I should say keep your trash. I mean, he's saying that this shows that you should organize your partials and your tefillin like Rashi. 
Mafuki from whom? Okay, true, uh, but uh, usually known as specifically one of the original Bali Tosos, Rabbeinu Tam. Have you ever heard of people playing a Rabbeinu Tam film? Yes. Say again? There's some people in the space measure should do so. Right. right. So, so the Machlekes in Rashi and is um, the Seder of the Parshios in the film. Right? So the Maral saying, now that I explained to you the, the Yachas, the relationship between the various Parshios, <clears throat> so there's, uh, so that's pretty clear that one should do their tefillin like Rashi, and that's it. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Can I tell you where? Rashi. Okay, good. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was Rashi. Okay. So me too. Okay. So we're we're good. Vehaven hadvarma elim od ki kulam heim brum od. This is all very clear if you understand it properly. Yeah, so yeah, so but Rabbi Tam would switch Shemay Vayam Shemoa, where so it, uh, it would be that, uh, so to speak, you don't, you don't have this, you don't have this uh, progression that we're having that the, that the Maral is showing in, in the partial, right? First recognition that he is the creator and that he has the power to destroy and that. Uh, he's the creator of a single system, and he guides that single system. All four of them. There's a there's a flow. There's a, there's a progression here. Okay, so that's why he feels that this is a uh, strong support for Rashi. Okay. This is question. This between Rashi and Benotam. Couldn't they just look at the tefillin from their grandfathers? I guess I guess Rashi could have looked at his tefillin from his grandfathers, and Benotam could have said. Uh, that's wrong, or whatever. But why? Right. Why is there a? Did they doubt the Masora or the the Mitzias that was that they witnessed in front of them? You just open up a pair of the and just look at the Masora. But you know, Rashi was his grandfather. And exactly, that's my way. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> the question: Does like, people are doing it wrong for forever? So, the, there was there was uh, it was. There was a pretty long period of time when Tefillin was um, not a very commonly done mitzvah. The Gemara in Shabbos, uh, a couple places actually, talks about that the Romans made a very harsh decree against anyone who wears Tefillin, and this was not one of the mitzvahs that Kalsarel were most nefesh for. I mean, there were, there were, there were. Uh, Gibor brings an example of Alicia Baknafaim, who was most nefesh. Maybe he wasn't the only one. Maybe he was an example of. But as a klal, this was a, this was not a mitzvah klal so were most nefesh for, and uh, therefore a dain here for will be a dainu. Is to this day not a very strong in our hands. Few different ways you can understand what that means, but um, yeah. So the Romans made a 
try to stamp out that mitzvah and they did a pretty thorough job with it. Um, not, not to say that there were not tzaddikim who were always wearing film, but it was <clears throat> uh, perhaps that had to do with the uh, a, a lack of clarity in the Masora. Meaning a thousand years later. Um, Meaning Rashi Rush and, and Rabbi Natan are looking back at the Masora that they have from a thousand years. They're saying maybe we got it wrong at some point. Well, you, the Romans, I mean, the Romans still had very significant control for a lot longer than that. But um, yeah, Rashi's a thousand years ago, right? Not a big historian, but the Byzantine Empire lasted probably until at least 500 common era, something like this. So, yeah. So, by, by then already, so the Byzantine could say, maybe, maybe this is not the way it was meant to be back then. <clears throat> I'm looking at the Brysa. I'm seeing how the Brysa presented it, Tosefta, actually. Right? And, uh, yeah, perhaps this is not what it was meant to be. All right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but you see, whether this, this is like the big, this is the big thing that uh, all the Machshavas farm talk about with Hanukkah. That the more the darkness, the greater the light that comes out after. So, so the fact that they made it, it's not so clear. So because of that, there's all this Torah, all the discussion. The different tamim and the different reasons for putting it in film like this and putting it in film like that. And uh, yes, it comes out that the Torah becomes richer and greater. We have a greater understanding of the Seder, the Parshios, and if we just know what it is, and that's it. Yeah, that's how it is. You don't, you don't ask questions. Okay. Vela Arba Dvarim, Hanus Karim, Barba Parshios, Kulam, Haim, Al Yudei, Yisrael. Shehem, She. Hashem is Borach, Haschalos Hanim Tsoyim, Uberishon Hu Haschal Yisrael, Shem Nekroyim Bni Bechori Yisrael. So it means it's not that these are four random, if these would be four very nice random things, maybe you should hang them up, you know, in the local grocery store that everyone should see them. Yeah? What does that to do with you wearing it on your head and on your arm? What does that to do with us? Yeah? So the answer is because this is all, all four of these are revealed through us. Yeah? So <clears throat> we're called Bani Bechori Israel. The Kolonim Tsoyim Heim Nivro Bishu Israel. And everything else is created for us. We've spoken about this many times already. Perik. Gimel of Natsach Yisrael, where he elaborates on this point, right? So everything, so to the extent that Klausrel come out from Hashem, everything else is secondary to us. So that speaks to the whole world, everything being created by Hashem. So when, when there's a recognition of Klausrel being B'ni B'chori, then that Speaks to Hashem being the Borea call. Lefikach. 
Um, Hike Hashem Yisborach has Cholos Mitzrayim. Therefore, Hashem struck the beginning, meaning the Bechor Hood, not just the Bechorim, the, the people, but the entire concept of beginning of Egypt. Shehem HaBechorim, as we spoke about before, not just the living Bechorim, but the dead Bechorim, and, and, and the Mazel Bechor, and the, and, and the, and the <clears throat> you know, any other aspect of Yisrael Yisrael, Kemo Shenizker Beparsha Shniya. So again, it's through Kalal Israel that this is revealed, the second one as well. The, the Marcus Bechoros of Mitzrayim is, again, uh, has to do with Kalal Israel. Umashechu Yisborach Me'achedu Mekasher Es HaNimtsoyim Hu Gamkim Aladei Yisrael HaMekablem Elokuso we accept Hashem's divinity, we accept Hashem's oneness. What's the Shema Yisrael have to do with it? Just say, Hashem Hashem Why do we have those two throwaway words seemingly in the beginning? Well, they Israel. Shem echad, kashranim soyim, I shem echad. Answer is because we, I think, uh, <clears throat> spoken about this maybe before as well. The the Gemara Psachim Daf Nunvav. And the Maral's explanation to it, um, which I believe is in Siva Voda. As well as in maybe Natsach Yisrael, uh, where he is he is he cross reference over there? Matt? I mean, you're more about uh, Shema Yisrael that the, the for the Shvatim to be able to accept to declare the oneness of Hashem, they had to become one together, and that was done Al Yaday Yaakov Avinu. Is this what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Zion. You bring that game more in Psachim? Um, I don't see it in the Zanfir. What was he saying? So, um, 63 and 64. Yeah. Okay, so that is um, that's the uh, how Klausel are the vehicle for the revelation of Hashem. Um, creating a single world is you only see Hashem as one in the world uh, through Klausel who are one. If there wouldn't be uh, Klausel who are one, then the world does not look united. The one in the world actually looks disjointed and splintered. Right? So then you don't have that recognition of Hashem creating a single unified world. Yeah? And we at Klal Yisrael are the ones that are recognizing that on a constant basis. Well, more than recognizing it, we're the ones that allow it to be recognized by our existence. Uh, Lamashal, um, look at history. I, I, I always, I remember, I like never liked history growing up in school. I never liked it. Why? It was always extremely. It was just a million different little factoids that nothing ever tied in like 
uh, this is happening, and all of a sudden, like in, in Mongolia, this happens, and then therefore they go and they invade, and it, like just different, uh, you know, something happening in Europe, and then there's something happening in Asia, and then there's something happening, there, and, and then, you know, in this country, this is happening, and then, but, his, but the king died prematurely, so that he got a little son, so Bimele, he, you know, the whole kingdom falls apart, and then, and then there's that. Uh, so it just completely, everything is disjointed. And then when, <clears throat> uh, and then I, I listened to a bunch of tapes from Rav, um, what's his name? Barrel Wine, right? Where it's like, oh, right, now I understand. It's all, once you have that middle piece, right? It's like watching a movie. Let's say theoretically somebody took, the, took an entire movie, right? And just don't pay attention to the central character. You know, right? So all the scenes are just random. What? Why is this happening? Why is this scene, that scene? Like, it doesn't make it, you know, you swing the camera around in the different parts of the room, right? Like, you're paying attention to all the wrong things, right? Once you're going to look, keep the camera on this guy right here, right? Then you follow the whole, the whole thing makes sense. Even the stuff in Mongolia. Yeah, it's all somehow or another tied together, right? Like, oh, because Klausel now went over there, so now the Hanhaga shifted to there, and this is, you know, they're being righteous and not being righteous, whatever it is, right? So now it all flows, now it all makes sense. Okay, so that's a that's a marshal. Um, so the morale is saying more in the concept that only a unified, you can only see the creator as being one if there is a single entity that is that is, that is looking, that, that has a unified vision of the world that we see all the pieces of the world coming together then we can see the bore from it otherwise if we ourselves are disjointed whoever's looking is seeing is themselves splintered so they're going to see a splintered world so then you can't you can't appreciate that it's created by a single god that's why we have to say shema yisrael before we can say hashem achad first we have to say shema yisrael first we have to unite ourselves with the entirety of Klaus. So first we have to appeal to Yisrael Saba, to Yaakov Avinu, right? Our elder, the one from whom all of Klaus will come from. We have to say, I am a little piece of a much greater single whole. Once I become a piece of that greater whole, then I can see the oneness of Hashem and the oneness that He created. Okay, that is... So now we're, that we're seeing now how the, part, the paragraph of Shema, which speaks to Hashem creating a unified world, also is revealed only because of Klausel. Vechein, Hanhagas Olam, Hu Alidei Yisrael. So too, Hashem running the world is also through Klausel. Efi, Shalidei, Drishas Yisrael, Vehanhagas Yisrael. Probably this is actually a better example of uh, the whole history thing, right? That the Hanhaga that Hashem has is because he's always looking out for Klausel. And that's why we wear the tefillin. Otherwise, it should be a very nice thing. We hang it up in all the Batik Nasiut, right? Uh, in all the schools, hey everybody, here's four parshas. Make sure to read, yeah, to look at those. Yeah, 
But what does that have to do with putting it on your head and putting it on your arm? And it's because I am the vehicle for the manifestation of this. Of these four ideas. I, I personally. Well, I personally. Me individually. That's why I can't be hanging around at school. No. Not individually. As a member of Klaus Hill. But if, he, if it was hanging... Not just you wearing it, we're all wearing it, right. right? But the point is, if it would be hanging on a wall somewhere, it would just be a statement of fact. It wouldn't be that somehow we are the ones that are that are um, projecting it out into the world. By us wearing it, we're saying, I am a manifestation of these four concepts. The I means the greater I, not just me, the individual, but me the member of Klausel. <clears throat> what was what, what are we missing? Now we think about that. Again, we're explaining why we wear film. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should put them on the put them on the bima. Look at them. Yeah, we wear them because it has to do with us. It's a, it's something that. Is a manifestation of us. It's coming from us. Through us. What? Manifestation through us. Right. 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 The more you think about these, the more you'll understand the truth of what it's saying. Okay. Uh, Adkan, the four partials. Now we're going to talk about the placement of the film, film Shal Rosh, film Shal Yad. Do we have any questions about the four partials? No. Okay. Vetsiva lahaniach elo partials burosh ubiyad. Now, fine. So we should wear film on ourselves, but why? On the Rosh and the Yad, and we why two, and why there? Kishem Hashem Nikra Al Yisrael, Akshir Tovin, Tivri Emes Teda, Kitfil Shor Rosh, Al Hanishama, Shascholos Kocha Barosh. Okay, so the, of course, the Neshama permeates the entire body, right? No part of the body. Not uh, could possibly exist if it's not <laughs> being um, given life by the neshama. But when we think about, uh, when we talk about where do the different powers reside, right? So we've got nefesh ruach neshama. Yeah. So nefesh is usually described as being sourced in the kaved in the liver. Reason is because that's the most coarse physical part that we have. That's the part that deals with digesting and processing all the uh, physicality that gets absorbed through the stomach lining. So it is blood too, the damu nefesh, because the, what? the covet is sure. the source of blood. Sure, absolutely. The, the liver is full, just basically a blood filtration system. Yeah. Unlike uh, the heart. What? Unlike the heart. Yeah, heart is just a pump. 
Heart's not changing the blood. It's not working with the blood. It's not having to deal with the, with the garbage of the blood. That's the liver. The liver is the represents the tithes and uh, all that stuff. <clears throat> then you've got the ruach is going to have to do with the heart. Um, maybe also lungs. Yeah, um, but usually spoken about as the heart. And then the brain, the head, that is the uh, mishkan for the neshama. That's the place where the neshama primarily resides. Okay, so that makes sense. That's why Tvilnishal Rosh goes on the head. Tvilnishal Yad, Tachlis Koach HaNeshama. This shows where it, not where it starts, but where it comes out into, where it expresses itself into. Shehu Bal Chai Misnoea Kitnua Chius Ha'adam So this displays itself that the, that the Neshama uh, can cause us to act, to do <clears throat> to do his movement, being a Balchais, you're Miss Noea, you're someone who can act in the world. That is, of course, the result of having a higher level Nishama than something that's just stationary. So the Rosh, the beginning of where the Nishama kind of is rooted in, and the Zroa is where the Nishama manifests itself. That I'm able to move. Koach hatnua dehainu haschalos koach hatnua. So the beginning of that is in the head, just like an action. How does an action happen? Is first I think about doing the action, and then my arm goes and does the action, right? So. That's the beginning of the action and the expression of the action. Says the who minamor. It starts from the mind, the plan to do. specifically in the forehead or the forebrain. Misnoea Bemugdam Minaponim Tchila Kisham Kochatnur. You first turn your head in that direction. If you let's do a quick experiment on this. No. Uh, you like to, if you decide you'd like to get a coffee, can we? Can you do a slow motion towards that? Look first, then move. Okay, and so it looks like it looks like Noah led with his forehead. Right, so that's. Um, Ukemoshe Koach had Noah. 
Bumugdam Minarosh, just like the power of movement starts out with the head. Kachazroa Minha Adam Mekabla Kochatnua. So to the thing that uh, so the, it starts with the head, but it ends with the arm. Again, we're, we're not talking about relocating right now. We're just talking about you know uh, getting a tissue or something. That's at the same table that you were at. Venimse ki hamoach haschalos koach hatnua velzrohu mekabel koach hatnua from the moach and. Is the one that actually does that. Lakach. Is we saying the movement of the head comes first, or that the like the thought originates in the head, and then that that energy. My brain says go get tissue, and then hand reaches out and gets tissue. Let's see. Lakach hasher yirtzah adam butnua misnoeya b'muknam minaponim tchila. Sounds like he actually moves his face first. Mm-hmm. So you know it means actual physical movement. Tunua for sure means physical movement, yeah. Okay. Um, so again, so Lakach Tzivsa HaTorah Lanyech Tfilin Barosh Ubuzrova. Therefore, the Torah commanded us to put Tfilin on our heads and on our arm. Liyos, Shem Hashem, Al Harosh, Shisham Haschalos, Koach Hatnua. So we want to put it on the head because that's the beginning. Mashehu Chai, Ve'al Zroa, Kli Mikabatnua. And to put Tfilm on the arm because that's the that's the part that expresses, that's the part that receives the command from the mind and acts. Amnam. Hanachosan biyads, small, vlubsroyimin. Okay, now, next point. Why is it going in the left hand, not the right hand? If I have to choose, I say, well, right, left, oh, let's put it on the right. The right hand is a better hand. That's the. Leading hand, that's the hand that I primarily does. Usually, I would go to do something, I would do that with my right hand. So, if we're saying that the arm represents the tnuah, represents the action that I'm going to be doing, then I, would, then I would expect that it should be the right arm because that's the one that mostly does the actions, or at least the first one to do the actions. Because it's dominant for most of us? Yeah. Key, yada yemin, call them small answers. You're right, but we're looking for the end, for the last thing, for the last thing you're gonna do. We're not so we're we're looking for the beginning of the process. That's in the in the rosh. We're looking for the end of the process. So usually, oh, someone, if if someone passes you the basketball, right? So you're gonna. Grab it with the right hand, and then you're gonna what? Put it together with the left, right? 
move it over to the holding it with both hands. You're bouncing the ball, right? And then you then you grab it. That's with two hands. You're bouncing with your right hand. You grab it with your left, and you add the left hand to the holding of it. Now, now you've got the thing locked in. So right hand is the beginning of the process of taking something, but the end of that process is the left hand. Um, is the end of of the instructions that the mind gave for the movement. This is the completion of the action. Which is the left hand. Okay, so we got the beginning, the ability to be an actor. That is the brain and the mind. Specifically in the forebrain, which is obviously why the film Shalrosh goes over the forebrain. And finishes with the left arm. So I'm so yeah on first. You think of this as a con- yeah. concept of going on scholar to Gamar. I would think it's not so yeah, so I should on first. Mm-hmm. I mean I, the the, um, <clears throat> the post can understand first of all the post says it but also that uh, that uh, the point is you're Milan Bakodish. you're going up in Kedusha right you first prepare you know it's what uh, the action is lower than thought right so first you're saying at least in my actions I'm, I'm uh, manifesting this then you're going up to even even in thought. I'm I'm manifest. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, actually, maybe maybe let's uh, stop here. Maybe the stopping point. So the fact that what I was saying is that we start movement with our face, the forehead. Is he also saying that that the the idea originates? As well, in our in our brain, for sure. So it's, it's two factors. Right. The fa- the fact that it originates, that's the reason why that you know, that that is the reason, right? The the fact that we start moving our head first was just a similar dover. It's like, look, you see, even as you begin to move, uh, you 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 move this part first. That that's just a a manifestation, right? 
that's not really what we care about. We care about that the that's the place where the soul resides, allowing one to move. You could move without moving your head at all, right? Here's one of these. Right, you look one way and you pass the ball the other way. Right? Fake that. What? Fake out. Fake out. You could do it. You could do it. It's unusual. Usually before you throw the ball in a certain direction, first you turn your head that way. Right? That's why it's a fake but, out. But people know that. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Ezra, how's your basketball skills? Some people's mediocre is other people's excellent. So we'll, we'll, have to, we'll have to see. Now that we've had all these basketball analogies, we, we might have to uh, organize a game. Okay. <clears throat> have a wonderful week, everyone.